Welcome to part two of the analysis and interpretation of Prince's Matrix speech. If you've not yet watched part one, I recommend doing so. This is the construct. It's our loading program. We can load anything from clothing to equipment, weapons, training simulations, anything we need. What is the Matrix? Control. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world, built to keep us under control in order to change a human being into this. No. I don't believe it. It's not possible. I didn't say it would be easy, Neo. I just said it would be the truth. Stop! Let me out! Let me out! I want out! Okay, if you saw in that video, it uh, asked if uh, predictive programming, question mark. Uh, predictive programming is, the definition is, in neuroscience, predictive coding, also known as predictive processing, is a theory of brain function in which the brain is constantly generating and updating a mental model of the environment. Okay, taking pictures and processing the environment. The model is used to generate predictions of sensory input that are compared to actual sensory input. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, let's analyze and interpret. Watch film. We uh, listen to music, right? What music do, do we listen to? Do we listen to the Beatles? Do we listen to Megan the Stallion? Do we listen to what? How does it influence us, right? I don't know. How has film influenced us? Probably a lot, right? How has the Bible influenced us? Okay, not me personally, but a lot of people, right? So predictive programming. Um, Conspiracy theorists say predictive programming is, you know, like uh, things predicted like 9-11. Things predict uh, transhumanism, like what we're talking about, movies. Uh, it sets ideas in people's heads for a possible upcoming reality. People do it in the dating world. Predictive programming. Okay, uh, here's, okay, here's an example of predictive programming in the dating world. Um, okay, like you're on a date and things are going well, which like never happens. But like it's happening and uh, the person says, um, oh, I've always wanted to go to the aquarium in Atlanta. And then so that's like predictive programming of like, dang, let's go. I'll, I'll take you like, let's go. Let's drive. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like setting seeds for upcoming possible realities is the best way is what that whole um, definition meant. Setting the seeds for a possible upcoming reality. Okay. Let's move on. Oh, my God. Okay. And another thing that clip said quickly was revelation of the method. Yes, I will tie this episode up with a very nice, everybody will feel positive and happy and like life is great. And it really is. It's so beautiful. So even if we're going to talk about things that may scare us or make us feel uncomfortable, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's going to be great. So revelation of the method is, I think we talked about it earlier in this episode and past episodes, but I'm just tying it into all one big episode. 
like drop the mic episode. Here we go. I mean, there will be more and stuff, but okay. Revelation of the method is how the elites uh, hide their secret plans in uh, film, music, pop culture, and we're too. If we're too dumb to decode their upcoming plans, then it's on us. Like it cleans their karma in their world, right? Yeah. So that's Revelation of the Method. So let's just watch that clip one more time. Let's see. So now that y'all have the definition of predictive programming and Revelation of the Method, uh, let's look at this clip one more time. What is the Matrix? Control. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being into this. No. I don't believe it. It's not possible. I didn't say it would be easy, Neo. I just said it would be the truth. Stop! Let me out! Let me out! I want out! Okay, let's get back to it. Here's another very quick video. These are two guys talking about transhumanism. Um, they're kind of douchey, and I hate them, but... um. It's like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to like tell y'all what transhumanism is, and here we go. People don't necessarily understand or even accept the fact that we might be able to live forever. And for me, that's the main thing about transhumanism, which is different. Some people will say transhumanism was the first time a primate picked up a rock and made an ax out of it, um, or a hammer. Uh, but you know, I like to think of transhumanism more in terms of the radical science that we're just uh, encroaching upon in our in our you know lives and in civilization right now, um, but certainly an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, if you look back even five years, how dramatic it's it, in some smartphones what it's done to society. It's very transhumanist, and um, I think the one thing you know I'd have a, your audience know is that the the primary goal of transhumanism is to try to overcome um, biological death. You can uh, change your genetic structure and try to make it so you can stop aging, or you can maybe even do you know pretty science fictiony things like upload yourself into a machine. There's a number of methods that transhumanists are approaching this problem of death, um, but um, you know they're all ways to try to essentially make it so that we don't have to die. What he's saying is the radical science we're encroaching upon in our lives means it's inevitable, right? It's happening. We can't stop it, is what I hear. I don't know. Normalizing, right? Uh, and the smartphone is transhumanist. It, it's separating us from other people. Remember the 90s? Remember um, that movie Hot Tub Time Machine? That's how it was. Oh, um, I like you. Like, what's up? Um, and then you just go like, I don't know. I'll find you. <laughs> like, And you did. Like, you go to the mall. Like, the mall was almost like Instagram. Instead of like looking at Instagram stories, you get in your friend's car and you smoke cigarettes and you smoke weed and you drop acid and you go to the mall and everybody knows at the mall and it's the best, except you're hanging out human to human, whereas in like, I've never had so much bedroom time in my life. Uh, man, I wish we could go back to the 90s. <laughs> man, it's, it was so great. No cell phones and no nothing. You just like... It was so weird. You like intuitively knew where your friends were and you just like drive by each other's houses. 
Like, oh, I just did a drive by. I wonder where they're at at the mall. People, oh, I just drove by your house. I need to be here at the mall. I'm like, you know, or like uh, at the swimming hole or um, everybody used to skip school and go to the same place in the woods. You know, it's like, oh, my God, man, it's crazy. Something like 1984 could actually happen. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always, there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. Don't, don't be fooled by the internet. It's, it's cool. It's cool to get on the computer, but don't let the computer get on you. It's cool. Cool to use the computer. Don't let the computer use you. You all saw the Matrix. There's a war going on, the battlefields in the mind. And the prize is the soul. So let's be careful. Be very careful. Thank you.